In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Anyways, let's make a show. After much technical difficulties, the Bite Me Podcast. Bite Me Podcast. <laughs> I love the Bite Me Podcast. I would subscribe oh, to the Bite Me Podcast. Yeah, that's we can thing. have. Oh, we could we could brand our own Bite Me Cod pieces. I know people who would buy that. Yeah, I unfortunately believe that to be true. Bite me. Can be made with like dragon scale chainmail. I actually knew a girl who made her own chainmail. Really? Yeah. She, Why? She sold it at a farmer's market I was at. Her she her company was the Chainmail Chick. Good for her. I no, wanted... she was skeezy and scary. Oh, okay, I'm yeah. sure. I've always wanted to get into blacksmithing. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Oh, you should talk to my friend uh, Victor. Have you guys met Victor yet? Victor? Does I... he always win? Does he always walk away the victor? God, that's terrible. So anyway, Wait. my friend Victor is a he a metal apocalypse. He, he metal he does metal metallurgist. Stuff. Metallurgist, thank you. Welder? Yeah, no. A well, welder. he could, I guess. <laughs> but he made this weird. He made this cool like chain necklace thing, and he also made these earrings from uh, Final Fantasy inspired something. I don't know why he's doing that to his chest. <laughs> can we make him stop? <laughs> I don't so think tender. we can make him stop. Mm. I think As Mel Gibson would say own. in South Park, they are so tender. Like chicken? Like chicken. Tenders. Brooks father is a is a welder if you want to get some welding experience if metallurgy is too hard for you welding is yeah. i don't want to do anything with metal he, he fixes snow plows metallurgy sounds like you sneeze when there's metal around <laughs> he's an sounds alchemist like a, actually sounds like a church made of iron <laughs> yeah the, the iron there's, a, there's a crystal, that's a great metal band name right there's a iron crystal church. there's a crystal church in la is that the same oh yeah, no. It's real pretty. The crystal oh, cathedral. It's very fragile. Crystal? Yeah, it's, it's, very it's gorgeous and glassy. It's gorgeous. Cool. It's, yeah. Um, so anyway, hi. Hey. That was a rambling hey. intro. Yeah, we should cut some of that. It's bad. Oh, well, yeah, I'm cutting yeah. a lot of that. Good, good, good. We're not cutting any of think, it. Like, <laughs> that's how we should do our Patreon. <laughs> like, if you subscribe, you get all the crap we say before we start podcasting. And me, What's a good. Patreon? It's like people pay money for us to podcast. It's probably not a good idea. Do people pay us money? No, but they oh. could. They might want to. That would be really nice. Right? That's the idea of Patreon. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I don't, like I don't, I don't think, I don't think anyone's going to pay for those intros. No. No. Oh, you'd be no. surprised. We say some stuff. stuff. See, there's a word I would have said if you paid, <laughs> and you would get that You get stuff. the full uncensored. Right? Yeah. You get the Cinemax Midnight version of our, our language. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, anyway, episode hi. 44. Yeah, episode 44. I'm Adam West. I'm Cliff Johnson. Dylan. 
Thank God that's all he said. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome to the Bite Me podcast. Uh, yeah, what we said, we already said episode 44. This is our second 44. podcast of the day for me and Dylan. Our Magnum yeah. episode. We did, a, we did a pack special edition early. Oh, God, that's real bad. Ugh. But, of course, the first thing I think of is like a Magnum of wine. No, you're talking about Magnums, and I'm not thinking about wine or uh, booze. So Thinking of a large caliber handgun. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, this is your second podcast of the day. This is my first, but I've still had a day. Yeah. yeah. I think we've all had a day. Mm-hmm. Kind of stabby. I but, love Wednesday. Right? <laughs> Not really. I, well, I will say, though, like, it's like whatever day I know we're going to be podcasting is it doesn't matter. Like, I can get through everything as long as we it's can always just podcast. Christmas, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's the best part of it's any like day we have. waking up on Christmas and realizing it's Easter, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's know. good. Uh, it's good, good, good. Pat said you was good. Oh, we had good oh, Thai for lunch. It was good. That sounds real good. Yeah. I had soup. Yeah, soup's good, too. No, yeah. What did I... I've had... I, I've had stuff. Anyway, uh, so this week we are going to cover, of course, what we're playing. Um, I'm sure we're all playing Destiny 2 at some point. Yeah, I didn't list that, but I am. Yeah. Um, we're going to do a little housekeeping for housekeeping. you. Uh, about this one review in particular and why you should also follow in his footsteps. Uh, going to talk about our news, of course, Fortnite last week. This week. Was it this week? Uh, over the weekend, I believe. Over the weekend? Yeah. Somehow crossplay just happened. They, they, they like, came up with the... The solution to all of our problems accidentally, Tripping didn't they? Crossplay, yeah. yeah. Oops. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. Uh, the big Nintendo Direct that happened last week while Cliff was out of town. I know you watched it. I watched it. it. Um, I've kind of gone through and watched the stuff I was interested in. So we're going to talk about some of that. Sony's announcement uh, at Tokyo Gaming Show. Uh, not a lot really we're going to cover, but there were a couple of big things that I'm excited about. Big stuff. Um, and also a new service called Jump and why they are aiming to be the Netflix of video games, specifically independent video games. And I think it's a really cool platform. It's affordable, and they're starting things off right. So I'm excited to see how that goes. We'll do some questions from Vinny, Josh, Crawdad, and in Troll Corner this week. <laughs> Everybody thinks they're a journalist, so... That's that's all you get from that. That's all you get. From <laughs> that's that. a good lead. I like that. Everybody thinks they're a journalist. So anyway, we start off with what we're playing every week, and I'll go first. Destiny two, duh. Have you either of you tried playing the Nightfall? No, nah, I'm I'm I only just hit level twenty. I've oh. I was I, the problem is I was sick the first week it came out and didn't play, and then I was in Arizona for three days, mm-hmm. so I'm I like just barely finished the campaign. Gotcha. But God, the campaign is it's good. So. Good. Although I gotta say the last two the last two boss fights in the campaign, We're pretty easy. you've not played it. No. The last two boss fights of the campaign, I'm like, I could do this with my eyes closed. Yeah, they, they, they were, were easy. super super easy. Yeah. I thought like the first two big boss battles were harder than the last two. We were talking. I was talking super, with um, my brother and Kevin because we beat it all together, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of. What it did, what was nice though, is like when you like Tannis in Destiny One is so hard to beat, not because he's hard, but just because he's a bullet sponge. And so it was kind of nice that it wasn't just like, oh, we have to shoot this guy forever, right? Because there was actual strategy to yeah. it. At least there was actual strategy yeah. to the last two bosses. But once you figured out the strategy, yeah. it was super easy. You rolled through. Yeah, I mean, we rolled through like the last four levels in probably an hour or two, yeah. maybe maybe a little less. So, but I, I really liked it. I. I was 100% happy with the campaign. I'm mm-hmm. super excited to get back in and start doing some of the world events and all the little things that'll get me There's up where so I can actually... so much to do. Yeah, There's so much so content. Much to do. Um, um, we tra- Kevin and I tried playing the Nightfall. It's funny because we've got our TV and a P- PS4 upstairs and we got our TV and a PS4 downstairs yep. and we're playing the same game in two separate rooms and we were trying to get through the Nightfall um, 
with his brother's friend's friend or whatever. <laughs> anyway. Just the side of a random. It was ridiculously difficult. Yeah. Because not only is it just harder to do, like the Nightfalls of the first one, but you also have a time limit. Yeah. And uh, I can't. Miles was like, Neurogamer on our Discord was all, hey, do you want to do the Nightfall tonight? And I'm like, I don't know. That 12 and a half minute time limit kind of kills me. He's like, what? There's a time limit? I thought it was only 10. Or is it 15? I thought it started at 12 and a half minutes. I don't know. I don't know. What but I know you can add time, time to it. Yeah, yeah you like get orbs or something that yeah, add time to it. Yeah, you jump through like circles. Yeah. Like whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited it. to try it. I just haven't, uh, just haven't gotten. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. I haven't gotten good enough yet. I ain't got good enough. Get yeah. good. Get good. Um, I'm also playing because I've got the PlayStation now. And last night I was like, I'm going to take a break from Destiny because my hands hurt, my head hurts, my ears hurt from the headphones. I'm going to take a break. Yeah. And I played Hot Shots Golf World Invitational debuted on the PS3. I don't know, like seven years That's ago. That's awesome. And it's fun. I, it's a nice, dumb check out. Just play. It's relaxing. That's my that's my zen. That's nice. kind of game. So I was playing. There's that. something to be said for having that game. Like Rocket yeah. League's that game for me. That just yeah. like if I want to hop back in and not really think much and just kind of play something. Mm-hmm. Kind of you know. I mean, like game can be competitive, but these days I'm not really playing it that way. So it's just like something mindless and repetitive that I just can kind of get my my whatever did you, on. Did you put on a polo first? I did not, but I dressed my character in one. He tucked it into his dockers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what I find funny about it is, so there's, what's the other one? Everybody plays golf? Or the everyone? new one is every, everyone. Everybody's, everybody, go- everybody's, everybody's golf. golf. Everybody's yeah. golf. Which has been the international name of the yeah. Hot Shots Golf Series since it came out. Yeah. But so I've got on my PS Vita, that was one of the first games I downloaded was Hot Shots Golf 2, mm-hmm. just so I could have that as my whatever. And uh, the music, the sound effects, the voices all the same ah. in both of these games and they're probably seven, eight years apart. That's awesome. And it's exactly the same music and everything just updated, you know, yeah, yeah. instrumentation. Yeah, yeah. But it's exactly the same. So it literally is like the same game I've played for the last 15 years. <laughs> I love it. It's great. So, so, but cool. I'm having fun with that and I'm also playing, I didn't put it on here, uh, God of War Ascension. Oh, how's that? It's great. It's I a- almost started God of War 3 the other day and I didn't. Oh, you're on a PlayStation now. I don't. Oh, but you bought that. I bought it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to, to no, interrupt. No, it's fine. But. Uh, but God of War Ascension, it's its that one I know I mentioned it once before. Uh, it's that God of War game that happened on the PS3 after God of War 3, and yeah. I just missed it somehow. But it's Yeah, there's a couple like kind of out-of-numbered God of Wars. Aren't there three? Like, There's one, two, and three, and then aren't there three other, like yeah. Ascension, something, Ascension, Chains, Ghost something, Ghost something. Ghost and Ghost Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I need to get on one of those games because... Do it. It's fun. Yeah. But that's what I'm playing. Nice. Who want to go next? I'll go next. Okay. Um... Obviously, been playing some Destiny 2. I've, like I said, I've been out of town, though, a bunch. I was out Wednesday, Thursday, Friday last week, so I haven't had as much time. I've been super busy this week. Um, been playing more West of Loathing, which is just... It's stupid, and it's funny, and it's really enjoyable, and it's... What is it again? It's that, like, stick figure, like, oh, Western yeah, yeah. game, like, role-playing game. It's really easy. Like, I've never even gotten close to dying, but I'm I'm really enjoying the writing and just the general, like, goofiness of it. Like, the other day, I ran across a... Uh, a cemetery, except it was called a, I think it was called a Davitary. And they're like, that's oddly specific. And everyone inside of it was, everyone that was dead was named Dave. But then they weren't very, 
they weren't very obvious, but every you know it was Dave G, and it made a reference to you know it was it was obviously Dave Grohl was buried here, and it was oh, you know gotcha. like a I don't remember what song it referenced, but then you know Dave uh, Goulier or Coulier, Coulier was in one Dave of them, C. yeah, <laughs> and it was Dave C, and he he you know it made a reference to the like Alanis Morissette song, wow. and but everyone was just this kind of wacky funny. Dave that was buried in the cemetery, and all of them were famous, famous Daves, just like the barbecue place. Oh, um, <laughs> which I've never been to. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's pretty okay barbecue. It's okay barbecue. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just that level of wackiness where there's just all these weird things that you do. It's it's really enjoyable, fun. Um, and then I also play the demo to um, Octopath Traveler. How is this? Because we're gonna talk. I'm gonna talk some about it uh, in the uh, Nintendo. Nintendo Direct. But how is it's... that? <clears throat> Because there's a lot of people who are super hyped it's about so this. It's so pretty. It's gorgeous. Like, and that was like it was a launch video that when the when the Switch launched, this was one of the first videos. I'm like, I need to play that game. It's got this beautiful like pixeled aesthetic, but then there's a lot of like depth of field effects around it. So it looks like a looks like, like bravely default is the it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. The same, but it's got same that tilt shift camera look to it where your yeah. foreground's out of focus, your background's out of focus, and then just what's in the middle is in focus. It's, it's so pretty. It works. I mean, the aesthetic's great. Um, the music's great. The gameplay itself is actually really fun, it, just in kind of a JRPG kind of mm-hmm. way. The voice acting is horrible. Oh, it's sure. so bad. It like all these characters, like it's this beautiful music, this beautiful visual, and then these people just sound like they found like the most obnoxious person in New Jersey to like voice the I mean it's like it's a step away from his Hey Vinny voice. Uh, um, hey. <laughs> what are you trying to say? And like when they there's a lot of portions that aren't there's a lot of portions that are fully voice acted and then there's a lot of portions that are just kind of weird cut ins. Well yeah it's interesting because it'll be like you know, so you know, what do you think of this? Well, I don't think it's a very good idea, but you know, whatever. And they'll just kind of go like, no, I don't know. And and so like the voice doesn't necessarily match what they're talking about, but that's almost better than when they're fully voice acted. Mm-hmm. And the writing also was not terrific. So when it comes to developers and stuff, because I know that I was listening to another podcast, and if you somehow, if I think you've played the the demo, you're going to get a questionnaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I already from, did it. Oh, did you? Okay, so do you think at this point in that development cycle for that game, they could go back in and redo audio stuff? Do you think audio stuff is easy enough to kind of cut and stick back in there? I mean, at this point, the game's not coming out until 2018. Right. So, so you think maybe, would, if, you if think, enough people complained about the voice acting, maybe. Right. Um, it just wasn't. <clears throat> I would have rather had the game not voiced at all. I would rather read... Right, right. What these people had to say and put my own voice in my head, than have these people do the voice acting. Have you seen the? Uh, have either of you seen the trailer for the the Secret of Mana reboot or HD remaster that they're doing? I think so. Did you ever play Secret of Mana? It was on the Super Nintendo. I remember being very excited about this reboot. I'm super so. excited. But it's funny you mentioned the voice acting because it's it's another Square Enix yeah. game, and the voice acting in Secret of Mana, at least in my opinion, was horrific. Yeah. So I'm wondering if. It's I, just because the the voice acting is not bad in all the other Final yeah. Fantasy stuff. It's it's pretty okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm wondering if it's just kind of a placeholder stuff until I the hope final so, version. So because done. this is bad, like I would actually, if I had the opportunity, I would 
instead of listening to these people voice act, I would play it with like the Japanese audio and read, and read. The, yeah. the stuff. Because not because I'm interested in hearing them talking Japanese either, but because my of- assumption is they would be better <laughs> than the, the translated versions. Probably. Yeah. It was bad. I believe um, you. But the game was really fun. Yeah, I want to try um, it. Except that I thought the difficulty spiked really hard. Um no, it's a demo. Yeah, it was like like super easy, super easy, super easy. Dude just stomped on me. That's so. what I thought of the Destiny 2 beta. Yeah. Like easy, easy, dead. Yeah. So, Well, cool. I want to check that out. Yeah, it's free. It's a demo out right now. Um, Real Game comes out, I think, spring next year. Yeah, it's early 2018. Yeah. So. You, sir? Dylan? You, sir? Um... I've been playing a lot of Blood Bowl, actually, now. The, the, mm. the new Legendary Edition has come out, and it's kind of got me excited about, like, my old days of tabletop games. Um, nice. But it's, it's pretty fun. Um starting to remember how how to be good at that game, but, man, I forgot what playing dice-based games is like <laughs> when you just have bad games and roll just terribly, and it just totally ruins it when i was but. playing that i was very surprised at how often i'd go like i've got you know like you're clear you're this giant huge ogre dude and you're going up against this little scrawny goblin and all the icons are like oh yeah you're gonna smash this dude and then like you hit him and he like i know dodges Sweet. out of the way and like yeah. punches you back and knocks you unconscious i'm like i don't think that's how this works yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean those are some of the games i had it was crazy the amount of like what would essentially be rolling like snake eyes or something it's which is a one in 36 chance yeah. for for dice people out there but um and it happened like probably a dozen times in yeah. one game and it was just it felt so one-sided but in theory it'll work its way out the next time and i'll just crush and that hasn't happened yet but <laughs> that's not um, how that's not how probability so, works so Dylan. i think it's against me i think it's against me yeah but that game's real fun though i it's definitely a um, game that i would recommend trying yeah if you're into that kind of stuff um and it, the new legendary edition is great it has so many teams to play yeah. so you'll find something you like and uh you're able to actually play in a league but single player so you don't have yeah. to actually play with people if you don't want that's you can just play against the bots but you can still grow your characters and gain injuries and gain skills and i really enjoyed the like kind of cheesy like story it presents too it's all presented by like the two announcers on the, it's the cabal network i yeah. think yeah and it's like a dracula dude and then a, and a big ogre yeah a big guy. ogre guy and they're kind of funny and like the commentary is pretty good yeah I enjoyed it's pretty it. fun i i would love to play th- i probably should go play the campaign more but the only thing i don't like is they stick you with the humans and yep. to me the human team is just a little bit boring Yep. Um, even Humans are boring. They're super. Video game or they're not. like the super balanced team, and yeah. they have throwers and catchers and blitzers and the linemen. So they like they just have a little bit of everything. They don't really excel at anything, yeah. but they're okay at everything. Yeah, and that's not always my style. I like playing the ogres that. You have to roll for boneheaded at the beginning, and if you roll a one, they just don't move. And they sit there and drool, um, and you only can have six of them, and then you just have little pipsqueak goblins. So they're a much more challenging team to play, but um, you kind of just go for the throat and just stomp the squishy elves into the ground and kill them. Um, And then, of course, I've been playing Overwatch, because when Destiny 2 comes out, I play Overwatch. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Fine. But they uh, yesterday was patch day, so uh, Mercy is different now. Um, so everyone was playing Mercy, and everyone was bad at Mercy, which was awesome. Did they balance her out a different way? or, or? So to reference back to um, 
going through the rework, but um, she no longer her ultimate ability is no longer resing everybody. Her, right. She now has a single target resurrection as one of her abilities. So, and it's on a twenty five second cooldown timer, so she can do one res every twenty five seconds. Her ultimate ability is Valkyrie mode, which just allows her to fly and do everything that she does better. So, oh, cool. does more damage, can res. Her res timer is now 10 seconds, that kind of thing. Um, so I think it, I definitely think it's a good way because it's not such a huge shift when you get they like almost get a team kill and you res the whole team. And it's just like, well, they can't really do anything about that. And it's like an instant. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it adds a lot of sustain to a team to be able to pop up a res during a team fight. But you're not getting that kind of cheesy swing that happens occasionally. And the the style of play that says oh i'm going to hide until our team gets wiped and then i'm going to pop a huge res when they don't like and that's just that's not really in the good spirit of the game yeah right. so i think it's a good uh, change and then the new junkertown map is now playable oh have you tried it i haven't played on it yet um i'm probably going to have to go into the arcade and and try it cuz i don't know if they even put it in the competitive playlist oh, sure. for a while and i didn't get it in the couple quick play games i did but in arcade mode you can go in and actually just choose junkertown so you'll okay. play a quick play game on the new map sure um yeah i need to get that yeah do it well do i it. think well when i get my xbox one x can you get on scorpio xbox? edition <laughs> um just have to throw that in there. I'll, I'll probably pick it up on okay. there just because I know you play there, you play yeah. there. A lot of people play over there. Yeah, so. um, that'd be a lot of fun. And uh, I finished my competitive placement matches, and I placed a little higher than I was. I ended last season, so that was cool. Um, okay. So well, good for you. Getting better. And seasons again last how long? In- now it's two months, so they changed it. Okay. So instead of three months, it's now two months. So it's a little quicker turnaround, which... Uh, is supposed to help drive enthusiasm to play through the season. It makes rather me than, enthusiastic. Yeah, <laughs> rather than falling off where it's like you're gung-ho about it for the first month and then you're like, whoa. I am enthused. Yeah. I'm hyper-enthused. I'm not going to say what. <laughs> Super-duper-enthused? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hmm. But cool. Super fun game, Adam. You should play it sometime. Well, I know. And I'm, well, I'm kind of glad that I didn't go, oh, I'll just go ahead and buy it now. Oh, I'll buy it now. Every time you guys have said you should just buy it, because now I'm going to buy it on the proper platform. Yeah. Correct? Yes. yes. I do like it that is way. It, is it a play anywhere kind of thing? Like, can no. you? Oh, no. Yep. That's it, dumb sauce. Which is why I own it on the PC and uh, yeah, the Xbox. No, so, I, I wouldn't. All right, cool. Well, there's what we've been playing. Um, real quick, if you listen to us on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or Podcast One or wherever, like us, rate us, thank us for doing this job for free. God, it's, welcome. it's so hard, too. It's terribly difficult. It's amazing. Don't listen to anyone who says that. It's, uh, it's a gift. <laughs> well, it's 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 difficult for me because I'm the one who gets to see the nasty looks from people walking by when they need to talk to me, and they realize <laughs> that I'm in the middle of an hour You're and a half really recording busy. session. Yeah. They can... Yeah. Whatever. But anyway, if you give us reviews like this one, we might just send you something free in the mail. Not sure what. It might be a bag of dog poop. I don't know. It'll probably no, be, a sticker, be a sticker, though. though. Probably a sticker. Um, so thanks to Alexander Aldridge for... I'm wondering if any of us are actually Alexander Aldridge or whatever. This this review, like, I won't actually read it. You can go to iTunes to read it. This review sounds so much like a review I would have written if I was reviewing our own podcast. Oh, right? I'm going to read this. Oh, 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 oh I'm reading this. Now for dramatic reading from Adam West. Can I, do you want me, can I play a soft piano bed for you? Please. No. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Almost the Jeopardy song. <laughs> That's not do, good. Do, 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 do. Well, now we have to cut that out because we're not licensed for it. Dang it. <laughs> oh, and the circus went out of business, so we can use that. Read for us, Adam. Um, so thank you uh, to Alexander Aldridge. Is this off of iTunes? It is, yeah. 
Uh, he gave us five stars with the title, My Favorite Video Game Podcast by Alexander Aldridge. This is bar none, my favorite video game podcast. Cliff, Dylan, and Adam have great chemistry and knowledge of the subject. Plenty of hilarious moments in there as well. Highly recommend if you have any interest at all in video games, ranging from the most casual gamer to the hardcore. Literally, I would have written that. Yeah. And, and now you also know why Adam talks for a living. That was beautiful. Was that okay? It was real good. And that was, was actually good. the first time I read it all the way through out loud. So yeah. that was um, that was like sight reading. It was good. Yeah, Alexander, yeah. if you send us your address, man, we will hook you up with a sticker. Because yeah. it's like literally I saw this and I might have screamed out loud. Um, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. So That's a cool review. Yeah, it was good. Like, good, good, good. We can can we use that like in our marketing tools? Because uh, yeah. we have Alexander so much marketing. Says <laughs> it'll go in the back of our box. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That? Oh, our movie totally poster. Gonna, we're totally going to do that. Perfect. I'm going to clip that and I'm going to put that on all of our banner ads and our <laughs> no. and our YouTube pre roll and all that stuff that we buy with our amazingly huge budget. It doesn't happen. No, not at all. Anyway, so, thanks, Alexander. No, we Make appreciate sure you it. Get it tattooed on us. Oh, oh, that's tempting. I might, I might tattoo the five stars. I got an on idea. Me. Ah, that five about, stars right on Adam's forehead. <laughs> how about shirts with it on the back? Oh, well, then you're going to have creepy people trying to read your back while you're on the on the, read the my train back. in town. Do it. I have right? a I have a shirt uh, hoodie that has like this block of text on the back. It's actually one of my favorite <laughs> thing in the world when you see people like you're at Target and they're like staring at you, trying to figure out what it says. It's in a really bad font too. It's fun. Just turn around. Why are you staring at my butt? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Well, I mean, obviously. It says juicy. Yeah. Wear different pants. <laughs> I never understood that. I'm like, the, the 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 whole juicy couture thing where you've got these bright pink sweatpants and all this giant sparkly emblazoned letters across your butt that says juicy. Why? Don't look at my butt. I'm very surprised. I figured Adam actually owned a pair of juicy sweatpants. No, you seem like you seem like the kind of person. I don't that would. have juicy. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Thanks, right. man. We appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks, Alexander. All right. Time to cover all the important things that happen in the world of video games in our segment. Would you call... say... What? News! Gosh. Dylan's yeah. hair is getting so long. He's like a hippie. I just cut it. I'm hippie Do you think that with this outfit, he looks kind of like that gif, too? The, like, that 70s like kind of guy that looks around and like, kind of gives you the head nod? I don't know that gif. I'm going to have to look it up. We'll put it on. Yeah, it's good. Okay. I mean, it looks all right. Yeah, it looks good. I, yeah, it's all right. Uh, I was told I have great hair. They were blind. So I won't tell you by who. We're going to talk about news right now. So a thing happened over the weekend that proved how easy it is to make it a thing, and it should be a thing. Fortnite and what is it? Epic Games. Yep. Uh, Crossplay happened for a brief moment this weekend. They like between all consoles or just Xbox and Xbox PlayStation? and PlayStation. So what about PC? Was that? Part I'm of the not sure. Um, well, either way. Yeah, but it either happened. essentially what happened is the guy was playing on the PlayStation and noticed that uh, the username for one of the other guys he was playing with or against, I don't yeah. know, whatever, had spaces in it. And on the PlayStation, you cannot have spaces in your gamer tag or whatever they call it. What? And so he... It's your PlayStation Network ID. Oh, your PSN ID, excuse me. Um, All letters. And so he, uh, <laughs> and so he's like, well, that's strange. And so I think he got, he went on the Xbox or something, yeah, and, and found the guy, and found the, like looked the tag up, yeah, and what? and he was there. And then later that same day, a kid and a dad did it at their own house, where the dad was on a PlayStation, the kid was on an Xbox, and it was so it was totally on. And so everyone like lost their minds. And it was like, oh my god, did Fortnite get permission finally to do crossplay? 
everyone was super excited, and like I bet you a bunch of developers were like, like I, I can only imagine like the Psionics, the Rocket League right. guys, were just like, what we've heck? been asking every day for six months. Why would you let this weird free to play game do it first? Um, is Fortnite free to play? It's, it's not yet, but be. it will be next year. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I'm excited about that because I want to try it out. I just don't want to pay, pay it's, for it. That's exactly what I think about and Fortnite I know that's too. Terrible to say because we should support developers because it looks like a pretty decent game. I've heard it's okay and it's really yeah. grindy, but either way, when you announce up front that like, I mean, essentially what they're doing is charging you to play the beta, which is weird. So, but oh, that's uh, right. that's the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, we played it at PAX. It was okay, um, <laughs> but uh, but then the next day they came out and they're like. Oh, oh yeah, that was just a mistake. Apparently, crossplay is so easy to turn on that they did it accidentally. Like this is the level of of difficulty this is. That like somewhere there's a switch. They're like crossplay on, and someone tripped and knocked it to yes, and wow. they enabled crossplay. So there's literally no technical barriers. To this happening, like I've said that before, that the Psionics guys have said, yeah, we've had it working for months. We're literally just waiting for Sony to say yes. And this just backs it up. It is literally yes, and it's on. And that bothers it is me so much. Absolutely ridiculous. Right. So do we think that because of this happening, do we think that it's going to further any kind of discussion? Well, that's what I hope. I hope that, you know, but the funny thing is, is I will be completely honest. The thing that shocked me the most is I went online and was like looking into discussions on this and... The thread that I happened uh, yeah, to be going through. I saw that. The guy was like, you know, people were like, why would you even want crossplay? And And the answer, the guy answered that was because it's something that video game journalists has been telling us that we need to have. And so everyone is up in arms because people can't think for themselves. No one really wants this. I'm like, are you guys high? Because it's literally the thing I want the very most. I spent hours arguing with these people. That oh, it, I stopped fighting people on the internet. Oh, that's just I normally don't now. get into it, but yeah, I'm like, how do you people not understand that this is awesome because all your friends don't have to have a PlayStation anymore or an Xbox anymore, and it means that any game you play will have double the amount of people. Seriously. Shocking to me. <laughs> so I don't know. I would kind of hoped that maybe it would for the discussion or like the alternate side is, I guess the question for you guys is, do you think Epic did it on purpose? I absolutely think they did it on purpose. I don't think you accidentally turn on crossplay. Right? You don't accidentally. Oops! I tripped and fell into this, making everybody really happy. We have this big really, crossplay really button, and I just I set my coffee on it. <laughs> yeah, that does seem like as easy as it is. I think it's also not something you would probably would accidentally do. Yeah, Who I knows, mean, as a but... software developer, I promise you, I have done all sorts of things that I did not mean to do on purpose. Right, and <laughs> turning on accessibility to multiple platforms yeah. is not one of those things you did on accident. I mean, I guess I could see, like, it could be that you have a build that has crossplay enabled and that you accidentally push that build live or something. Right, but so I they, mean, they've, I, they've actually developed this with crossplay, yeah. and that just happened to be... But that's my other question. Like so, so at the very least, we now know Fortnite has crossplay built into it. Psionics says Rocket League has crossplay built into it. So, how many developers are just sitting, saying, "Okay, we're ready. Whenever you say go, we just have to push a button." Like, I'd be very curious to ask 
a bunch of de- developers and say, like, are you coding to crossplay? Or, I mean, frankly, is crossplay so simple that you don't even need to code for it? You know, or is it like this little bit of connection? I, I would love to know how many developers already have crossplay built into their games and are just waiting for the day Sony says yes so they can hit that button and put their coffee mug on it. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Either uh, way, this infuriated me more than almost anything's infuriated me in a long time. Oh, absolutely. It's because it's obviously that easy to do. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. But of course, so we're, no one actually wants that, though. No, no one does. Why would anybody want that? And I had to, who did I, who was I talking to? I think it was maybe Kevin or something. And I was like, yeah, if you, I mean, if you, if you turn that on, if you open that up for everybody, I mean, not only is it great for you as the player because now you lesser lesser time spending in queues, yeah. trying to find a match, things like that, way more variety in the people yeah. you and can the play players, with, and just so much more. But then on the developer side of it too, it's like you just or the company who publishes it, you yeah. just made money. You just doubled your audience, especially for like kind of like games together. as a service or games yeah. as a, you know, games that have a strong multiplayer component that eventually those games kind of age out because no one wants to play them. You know, if you know that a year from now I like no one's going to buy or very few people are going to buy um, you know, what's that fighting game that came out earlier this year. For Honor. Yeah, For Honor. Like, For Honor is dying um, because there just aren't enough people to play it. But I very much wonder if you took the PlayStation people and the Xbox people and put them together, all of a sudden, is there a... A market for that, or you know, would would Friday the Thirteenth have more players in it? Would any of these multiplayer only games have more players available? Like you've yes. got to think they would. Yeah, and crossplay is a good thing, and it should be a thing. Good. <laughs> Why would you make that noise? Tickles. <laughs> Uh, All right. Uh, Up next, we're going to talk about Nintendo Direct. There was a big Nintendo Direct that happened last week, and a lot of cool stuff came out of it. Um, Anything in particular that you guys are excited about from this Nintendo Direct? It unfortunately happened when I was in Arizona, so I did not see it. You didn't watch any of it? You haven't even read about it? No. I was so busy. Literally, they schedule us from 7 a.m. until 11 p.m. every night. Well, that's silly. Yeah. Uh, They debuted a MOBA. On there, did you see really? that on the Switch? Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, what, what was, was it that? called? Oh, it was called. Uh, where did it go? I just had it. Arena, Arena of, of Valor. Valor. Yeah, it's a free-to-play MOBA from Tencent. <laughs> so, which is the same? Isn't that the same as League of Legends? No, no. Oh, I'm thinking of something different. Something different. But yeah, so I saw you watched some of that, and that looked interesting because I know you do you do the MOBA thing on yeah, occasion. Yeah, it kind of looked interesting, and it would be it's. I'm always kind of excited to see that come to a different platform, mm-hmm. even though, it, yeah, it probably makes the most sense on a PC. But I guess Smite's done pretty well on Xbox, yep. uh, but I haven't really tried to play that. I mean, I can't imagine really getting too deep into a second MOBA. I'd be kind so. of interested, though, if someone could take the MOBA idea and make it simpler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, one of the games that I'm actually most interested that came out this week is called, and it's not, it's way outside the discussion, but it's called Tooth and Tail. And it's, okay. the entire idea is they're taking, they want to do for, like, real-time strategy games what Hearthstone did for collectible card games. So they're trying to take StarCraft and just condense it down to the easiest parts. It's a, it's a, a real-time strategy game that you can play with a controller. Um, and I would oh, love cool. someone to take a MOBA 
and just take all the complicated crap yeah. out of it <laughs> and do it where I, a stupid person who can't figure out MOBAs, could actually play and have fun. Yeah. My buddy's been playing Tooth and Tail, and said he really, really yeah, likes it. Yeah, looks really great. That's something I want to try. The so. soundtrack is amazing. Austin Winnery did it, and it made me happy. Oh, that I want to play that now. He, Austin Winnery actually has two soundtracks out like in the yeah. last two weeks, Tooth and Tail and Absolver, and I listened to both of them on the plane, and they're both amazing. I want to hear them. Yeah. Um, so a few things out of the Nintendo Direct, uh, probably because I'm going to end up picking one up since... It's just a nicer thing. Uh, the new 2DS that came out. I'm going to pick one up eventually, They're I'm cool. sure. They're cool. I've thought about selling my 3DS and buying a 2DS yeah. just because I'd like to be able to mm-hmm. play the Nintendo games and have the bigger processor. Yeah, I think I might I might actually do the whole GameStop trade-in thing. Yeah. Why not? Um, but there's a special Pokemon-themed new 2DS XL. It's launching in November uh, along with a, another t- new 2DS XL color. I think it's like this orange kind of oh, color. very cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really cool-looking um aesthetic that they've got uh but there's a new 3ds version of minecraft because god we did not have enough places to play minecraft didn't have enough yeah that's actually that was my wife she's like oh minecraft that'd be cool like my kid would love that i'm like oh yeah we can't run it and and that's when we like thought well maybe we should get one of those new 2ds um uh mario party the top 100 which would be amazing on the switch yeah is coming to the 3ds yeah uh and there's been some discussions in a couple of my other groups uh, that I'm in about whether that was a good idea or not. Sure. But the thing is, they're pulling the top 100 mini games from the first 10 Mario Party games, including the ones that showed up on the oh 3DS. God, how much fun could that be? Right? So you kind of, some of the games are going to have to have that second screen built sure. in thing. I'm really so. excited about Snipper Clips Plus. Like, if you yeah. haven't played Snipper Clips on the Switch, it's so the game fun. is so fun. And if you already own it, it's going to be a $10 DLC to get a bunch of new levels. Um, Snipper Clips is a blast. Yeah, so, yeah, that w- did you just cover the pricing on that? Mm-hmm. I was totally not yep. listening to you. <laughs> so you're not the first person to that. I know. Um, so Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is getting a release date and a special edition. It's that open-world RPG, um, which is different. It looks different than what I was expecting because on the Wii U, there was Xenoblade Chronicles X, mm-hmm. and that looked intense, and it looked fun. And that's what, that's right. what I thought this it was going to be. way different. This is like a true successor to the original Xenoblade. Chronicles. It looks the same type of aesthetic kind of style. And I'm disappointed in that, but I'm still kind of intrigued about the whole the whole game itself. Yeah. Uh, new Kirby game nobody cares about. Um, I want to play that, though. I've never played a Kirby game, and everyone talks about how great they are, and so I really want to try one of them. Maybe I this mean, will be the one. There's two, And there's two Kirby games. There's the one coming for the 3DS, and there's Kirby Star Allies, which is coming to the Nintendo Switch sure. spring of next year. Um, Skyrim got a release date. I'm that tempts me so bad. Like it's been long enough for me that I might be. It might be time to go back to Skyrim. It's you only got to wait another month and a yeah, half. Yeah, that's or tempting. maybe two months. It'll, and it'll that's be there. gonna depend on the price. Like I'm not willing to pay sixty for it. Well, you've also got the Oculus. I do. And Skyrim VR is coming. Oh, well, maybe I'll do that instead. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious about that. Um, but my favorite part of the whole Nintendo Direct were the games coming from Bethesda. Oh, I thought it was that Mario has nipples. No, I don't care about that. We all know Mario's got frickin' nipples. <laughs> He's a dude. I Except was, Zelda in Breath or not Zelda, Link in Breath of the Wild does not have nipples. Right? What? Why? Neither does Aladdin, right? He's not necessarily a human, though, is he? Hmm, why are good we, point. Why do we raise expectations of that this is other an race of... Point. Either Why way, do you have to think logically? I, 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 I absolutely was amazed at how much like Mario having nipples blew up on the yeah, internet. Like, it was out. everywhere. I'm like, who cares? But that's not what I cared about. No. I cared this about... Stupid. Right? I cared about <laughs> Wolfenstein 2. Oh, God. I'm I so excited about I cared about Doom. 
And I cared about what was the other one. Why did I totally lose it? I don't care about any about of those coming out on Switch, but God, am I excited yeah. about playing those games. Yeah, I'm excited about... It's not so much that I'm excited to play those games on the Switch. I'm excited because the third-party support for Switch Agreed. is very, very, very apparent now that they've got it, and they want to make people want to make games for this system. Yep, it'll be really interesting to see how those sell. Yeah, um, and I mean, it's- well, too, it's also, and I'm sorry, historically, Nintendo doesn't go the violent shoot 'em up doesn't killer do route. Yeah, they don't. Would Other you like than a- the Nintendo 64? Because would- it had all those games. Would you like a very interesting? bit of fact trivia. Yes. Do you know the very first game that was on a Nintendo platform that used the word kill? Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct. Boom Was that I don't know. On the, N64? It was on the Super SNES. It was on the Super okay. Nintendo. There, yeah, there was one Because it was the 3D one. It came out around the time um, uh, Mortal 1994, Kombat 1994, apparently. Yep. And I remember playing it. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited just because yeah, Wolfenstein looks great. If you haven't seen the new trailer and you hate Nazis as much as we do, you should watch that trailer because it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, the oh, it's so good. Wolfenstein 2, I, I need to play the first one because I, I own it but have not beat it. Yeah. Um, I need to play that game because I, I hear it's spectacular and I really want to understand what it's all about for the second one. It looks great. Yeah, it looks great. Um, and like we talked about earlier, there is that demo out for Square Enix's uh, project Octopath Traveler, which is not the final name. That may not be the name it has when it oh, comes really? out. Yeah. I think that's probably for the best because, frankly, until I played it, it was always that, like, I don't know, that weird Square Enix game that looks real funny. Something about octopuses? I don't know. Octo Traveler. Yeah. Something. Um, So that was the big part of all the news was all that stuff. And, yeah, there's Snipper Clips Plus, the DLC. um, There's the MOBA Arena of Valor that's coming, uh, I think, sometime this winter is the beta is when that's going to happen. Bunch of 3DS news, which... It's cool that they're still supporting these plat- the, those platforms, yeah. and I guess they kind of have to since there's the new 2DS. Yeah. So uh, there's a new Professor Layton game, which are always fun. Oh, God, those games those are so great. great. I love those. Um, there's going to be a new RPG. Uh, there's some demos coming up, and Shin Megami Tensei. Ooh, nice. Did I say that right? I don't know, but I'm really impressed that you tried. Yeah. Uh, that's launching early next year. Very nice. And some Fire Emblem stuff. Nice. There's a lot of Nintendo crap going on. They're very busy. Professor Layton's actually got me through the first uh, part of a job interview once. How did that work? So I, because I, I'm a programmer by trade, and uh, a lot of the companies when you go in to do your first interview will just give you like, here's a bunch of logic puzzles, oh, and uh-huh. uh, and you know solve those so we can see that you're smart. Um, and uh, they gave me one that, like, two weeks earlier, I had beaten in a Professor Layton game. I'm like, wee! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good yeah, job. It was good. Good job. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Shop Black Friday week deals Sunday through Friday at Kohl's. Plus, get $15 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent. And take an extra 15% off. Get the big one throws, $849. Toastmaster small appliances are just $214 after rebate. And Fitbit Versa 2 is $129.99. Plus, take 30% off Lego, 70% off fine jewelry, and save on boots for her, $16.99. Plus, get fast and free store pickup. Shop Black Friday week deals at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. 
select styles. Offers valid November 22nd through the 27th. 15% off with promo code ENJOY15. Lego and Fitbit offers and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or close.com for details. All right. So up next, let's talk about, you know what? I'm going to do the other one last. So let's do Sony's announcement from TGS, Tokyo Game Show. Um, Again, not a lot here, but there were some big ones that I know some of the people in our Discord are excited about. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter World. Yep. Have either of you watched the trailer? I haven't seen or... the new trailer. I've only seen the E3 trailer, which mostly just confused me. So oh, really? I need to watch the new ones because I thought the one at E3 was awful. What about any of the gameplay? Did you watch any of the actual gameplay not. video? Yeah, I haven't oh, yet. Okay. It looks really, like, I'm very intrigued with the idea of it. Um, I like hunting monsters. Um, <laughs> so how bad could it be? There's, is there a demo out now, too? Uh, or is it just know. the trailer? Okay. I don't know if there's a demo. I thought maybe someone had said they played it, but I could just be. Oh, there's there's a new uh, Monster Hunter on the 3DS, oh, okay. and it's kind of a Pokemon-style oh, thing where okay. you collect them and fight them and yeah, stuff I'm like sure. that. Yeah, I'm confused. There's so many. There's a ton of them. Of yeah. them happening at the same time. It's. I want to say that Monster Hunter is Capcom's best-selling franchise yeah, of I all think time. So, yeah. So, because it's. I mean, it's on everything. Oh, the basically. new trailer looks so much better than the like weird gameplay trailer they had. At uh, E3, like this actually looks good. Yeah, I can get behind this. It looks yeah. pretty good. That is obviously the biggest one uh, from TGS, along with my personal favorite one that I'm excited about is the remake of Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something I want to play because I'd never played that the first time around. Yeah, I try. I think I said I tried playing it one time when I was when on the PS2, and it was okay, but it was so just vague in what you were supposed to do and how things worked. Um, that I don't think I had a grasp on video yeah. games at that point on how to do things. Did you ever watch the, see the movie Rain Over Me with Adam Sandler? No. That video game actually featured really heavily into the plot of that movie. Really? Great movie. Totally worth watching. That's it's weird. it's an it's one of Adam Sandler's like dramatic roles and it's terrific. He plays oh. a a guy who um his wife and kid were killed in the 9/11 attacks um and just like he just kind of goes inside himself and a lot of the game a lot of it is him playing Shadow of the Colossus alone in his house and that's how he like kind of gets through life. It's interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a good movie. Huh. Well, thanks, thank you for that. <laughs> today's, uh, <laughs> today's dumb trivia from Cliff Day. Right? Uh, anyway, uh, Shadow of the Colossus is going to be releasing sometime in 2018. And finally, I was excited about this mainly because one of my exes played this game and I just sat there and I watched the whole time and I was just, I was intrigued and I was hooked and and stuff and I thought it was great. Uh, Final Fantasy Nine Out now. It's Yeah, and it's already out. And it's an HD cutscene video stuff, um, but support for trophies and uh, things like that. It was originally released on the PlayStation back in 2000. Uh, it's so been original ported. PlayStation? Yeah, the original PlayStation. So, But it's been ported everywhere for everything, so now it's coming to the PS4, and I know a lot of people who are already playing it. That's very cool. But it looks like, according to this article anyway, that it, if you are interested in that, buy it now, um, because it's only like, I don't know, I guess if you round up the pennies, $17, um, but after September 26th, which is in about a week, mm-hmm. it'll go up to uh, $20, $21. Yeah, save, so, save yourself save four five bucks. bucks. Yeah, yeah, do it. So, yeah, that's the Sony stuff from Tokyo Game Show. Nice. That, that's all the stuff that I thought anybody would really yeah, care about. Yeah, no, I think that's good. Yeah. Cool. You what is next? Yeah. yeah. Uh, lastly, in our news, there's a new service coming out. It's called Jump. And it is... How high? uh, Well, not very high. Because I'm fat. Um, There's... It's a... They want to be the new Netflix of independent... Or they want to be the Netflix of independent video games. Have you had a chance to look over... uh, Yeah, a little bit. This article and and stuff and things and... It's interesting. And, like, 
I like the idea of it, mm-hmm. um, and there are definitely some okay games in it. Oh yeah. Um, it's not. I mean, I wish they had like a page where you could see all of the games at once. That would be lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, there are definitely games here that I recognize. Um, Always, sometimes monsters, which I played and did not think it was good. Um, the end is nigh. Is supposed to be pretty good. Um, Pony Island is supposed to be strange, right? Um, so I like the idea of it. Um, the only th- like the only questions I really have is you know they're saying they've got sixty games already, which is great. Um, Ten dollars a month seems well, real high. Well, it yeah yes. Well, I, I don't know. I guess the thing for me is like it doesn't really seem real high because I want to make sure these indies get paid, right? So and that's the thing for developers, their uh, revenue sharing is pretty good. Seventy seventy percent of the revenues that Jump collects is going straight to the developers, and it's going to be based on the number of minutes played by users. So it works kind of like uh, like Kindle publishing does. Is that how that works? Yeah, the okay. number of pages. So and they're also uh, Jump is also paying advances to certain developers as a way to kind of alleviate the risk. Yeah. The only them. thing I think is kind of strange is basing it on the number. Like that really means that as someone who's putting a game on Jump, you're way better off if you're putting your 60 hour RPG on there instead of your two hour art game. Right, and I th- I, I kind of have to wonder if the amount they're getting paid is also, you know, it's kind of, they kind of factor that in. Sure. So, I mean, you get $100. Let's say you get $100 for somebody finishing the game, regardless of whether it's 60 hours sure. or two hours. So it's, maybe it's a percentage-based yeah. kind of thing. It's an interesting idea. Like, I think it's a really interesting idea. The only question I would have is for $10 a month, like 10 bucks a month almost gets me to Humble Bundle monthly. 10 bucks a month almost, mm-hmm. I mean, 10 bucks a month would probably buy me one or two Humble Bundles a month that you get to keep forever. Um, right. Or just pick and choose one or maybe two premium indie yeah. titles. Right. So there's so. that. Well, so, and like we said, so there's 60 games to start, and they're going to try and aim, they're aiming for 10 yeah. titles a month added to it, not 10 come in, 10 yeah. go away. They're going to add. So 10 eventually each this month. will, you know, so theoretically yeah. a year from now, there's going to be 180 titles here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, their delivery system, I think, is similar to what I think Xbox One or the, does or games is going pass. to be doing. Well, where it, not, not where it downloads, but where. When you're, let's say, when you buy a game, you download it. You can start playing it once X amount is installed. So it kind of you play along. Oh, as it, it installs. streams kind of down as it comes. Kind of. Sure. So that's how they're going to be doing delivery for it. Um, and once they get more revenue, it's not just going to be PC. It's going to be more platforms, including VR. Interesting. They because it's a you. It's a I can't remember what they called it. The experience across the platforms is going to be exactly the same. The interface will be the same across all platforms once they start rolling it out. Um, and they're not all, they're not going to feature AAA games. Eventually, big titles will come in, but the the indies and the indie developers and those games they're always going to be the ones at the forefront. That's what they're aiming this platform at. Yeah, I like any. I mean, I'm I'm for any mm-hmm. platform that puts indie games first. Um, I mean, Dylan and I were talking about that in our PAX podcast. Is there are so many great indie games that unfortunately just don't get a voice. You know, we played, we looked and we probably played somewhere between like 30 and 40 indie games at PAX. And, uh, you know that some of those games are going to come out and you'll never hear about it. Right. Um, and so it's kind of cool that something like this maybe can help those developers recoup their costs mm-hmm. and maybe push out their games to a wider audience. So that's, you know, I, I don't know if it's for me, 10 bucks a month, 
What's that? It doesn't seem steep. That's the wrong word. Um, well, but my concern is they need to have a good product because yeah. Netflix is a good product for ten dollars a month. Yeah. So this needs to be a good. Product. I think that's the thing is 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 I'm looking at they've got twelve no sixteen games on their homepage, and none of these games would make me want to pay ten dollars a month. <laughs> um, and and you presume that these are their best sixteen games out of their sixty. So yeah, but I mean I don't know if Netflix was amazing the first day it launched either. This launched like literally what Tuesday or last Tuesday. Yeah, it hasn't been out long. It's literally just launched. Yeah, I remember when I flipped to the Netflix stream, Netflix streaming. I was all, oh, this is so cool, and I got on there. I'm like, there is nothing here that I want to watch. Yeah, but I still feel like that sometimes. But I still feel like it. But thank God for their original content that they make. Yeah, some of that's just life saving. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so I don't know. I'm curious uh, to see how this is going to work. Definitely yeah. watch it. Um, but if you're interested in that, it's called Jump, and I think it's live now. You can, yep. you can play sign up on for jump.com. Playonjump.com. I should have probably figured that out. It's all good. Anyway, so there's that. There's your news. News. News, news, news is done. You only in say it past. once. Past news. <laughs> past news. It's history now. Yep. <laughs> Bink. <laughs> oh, oh God, I can't say so that. so weird. Uh, so anyway, so we're done with that. We move on to questions, and the first one is always from our good friend. Benny. Hey. Hey, yo. We do. Gets we got worse boys. every week. It's, I know. I keep hoping it's going to get better. It's not. No. Life doesn't get better. Just get shorter. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Um. So what, Vinny's got a wacky one for us this week. Wacky. 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 wacky flailing inflatable arm tube man. Ah. Um, I want to be that for Halloween. I think you should be that for Halloween. What video game style food would you like to eat? Either food that's within the universe of the game or food made inspired by the game. Cup noodles. From Final Fantasy 15? Yeah. I thought, but that was a real thing. It's a, it's a joke. Oh. You should have seen the <laughs> Those number are the of jokes, meals. Adam. You should have seen the number of oh. cup noodles cosplays at PAX. Yeah. Oh, really? And them. there's a huge cup noodles booth. Yep. They oh, were my God. I think there, I heard there's going to be DLC, that are, that more cup noodles. That's insane. I think that we should, first of all, get out of the way. There's a lot of food in video games you shouldn't eat. Yeah. Um, like, if people. any, if, if you should not eat people. People not um, good. Anytime you see like what appears to be a raw steak that's supposed to give you health, no, that's how you get trichinosis. Don't do that. <laughs> um, like weird chickens just like laying out on the ground, like Don't you punch a guy that. and a chicken lands on the ground. Don't no. eat that. You have no idea where that chicken's when been. When you swing your ice sword at a wolf and it turns into frozen meat, don't, don't eat, eat it that in the real world. Yeah. It's, in a video it's game, that's fine. Super dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so what game would be. You know, I would probably take anything off the Zelda Breath of the Wild menu. Yeah, there's some good yeah, things. I like, like resistance to frost so I can like right? run naked <laughs> through the snow and blizzard. So like, I think we should take a vote right me. now. We will never give him frost resistance. No frost resistance ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. Um, it's not shrinking. No, God. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, um, fine. What's that uh, survival game where you... I oh, uh, mean that... Genre I don't play. Yeah, I don't either. It's the one where you like crash in the Canadian wilderness and have to survive um, in the cold. Oh, the one where it's like, like right it's on the tip of my tongue. Where the electricity, the power's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember. Whatever that game is. I'm eating my vitamin right now, by the way. There's actually a uh, a mechanic in that game where you find food. And you have to, like, decide based on what it is if you can eat it or not. <laughs> and there's always a chance that you'll get food poisoning from anything you eat. That's gross. Right? <laughs> and it's actually really bad for you because you end up dehydrated and mm-hmm. it's dangerous. So, Like, I think they should make something like a Bowser burger. 
or something like that. Is anyone shocked that that hasn't been like something they've really done big at Burger and made King of Mario's yet? meat? Well, yeah. There's well, or or like it's just a big turtle burger. I don't know. A big turtle burger. Turtle burger. Yeah, I uh, let's see. I, I think I think you're right with Breath of the Wild. I think that's a solid, solid entry. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want basic, normal, yeah. normally kind of food, I actually own the World of Warcraft cookbook um, <laughs> that has. I mean, it's huge. It's gorgeous. It's a beautiful, beautiful I've book. Seen that yeah, hardcover that has a ton of things you can cook from the World of Warcraft universe, and some of them are absolutely delicious looking. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's some stuff in there that looked amazing. So uh, apparently, WoW is a good source of things to eat. Okay. Yeah. Who knew? That's um, good. I'm thinking back to playing Yoshi's Story on N64. <laughs> And I remember those fruits looking real delicious. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big melons and just... I want to eat... What is it that Mario... Well, Yoshi eats everything, though. Yeah, I'm kind of like Yoshi or Kirby. He's oh. actually very similar. It's, he's not <laughs> lying. What uh, What is it Mario eats in order to turn into Fire Mario? A mushroom or a... It's a, a flower. A flower. A flower. Yeah. yeah. A so I could, I could turn into a fire cliff. I'm also thinking <laughs> in uh, Super Smash Bros, you can eat the curry and then you shoot fire all around you your body. Curry? I do yeah. like a hot curry. I like I'm yeah. big on I'm big on curry. Yeah. So basically, anything that Nintendo has allowed you to cook in their games, you would like to cook in the yeah. real world. Maybe maybe some Mario because Magic I, mushrooms, like something that makes me think I'm oh, real tall, because it gives you some sort of enhancement. That's yeah. what I like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's good. I want to eat something that I don't just evacuate later. Like. Well, eventually it all evacuates. Give me more. You can't help that. Well, no, it does. It does differently though. Like fire shoots from your pores. From your pores. That's oh. how fire works. All right. Well, there you go, Vinny. That's uh, it's quite the question. Thank you. I like it. <laughs> I'm trying. To, there's got to be something else out there that I'm missing, but there always is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, have you seen? Okay, have you seen the ramen? The the ramen emote in <clears throat> in Destiny Two? No. It's. I think I maybe mentioned it last week. There's. Oh, and Ke- so Kevin got the ramen emote, and you do that, and then <clears throat> excuse me. Would you like one of my cough drops? I'm all right. I just got a little bit of my vitamin stuck in the back of my throat there. Yeah. Um, you do your emote, and like in out of thin air, this neon ramen bowl with noodles and steam ah. appears, and the guy eats it with his neon chopsticks That's and then amazing. does a little dance. Kevin just got a new one called Salty, <laughs> where it just salt. He he reaches over and pulls salt out of this imaginary salt dispenser, and then he. He sprinkles salt. Like, he's salty and all the salt. Anyway, it's dumb. The other day, uh, Kevin, but not your uh-huh. Kevin, uh, we logged in and we were playing together, and Kevin had forgotten he'd gotten a new emote. So, like, I landed, and it's like, Kevin blew you a kiss. I'm like, hello, Kevin. Good morning. <laughs> the he's like, I didn't know, man. I'm like, right? it's, it's cool. We're famous. Uh, he's strong. Yeah. <laughs> I think he likes me. Uh, well, thank you again, Vinny, for that uh, interesting question. All right, up next, Josh asks... And so, well, jo- Josh gave us a, a, a story to tell you. Guys, I'm really saddened that games are being designed with almost no endings. What happened? So many devs are afraid to end a game. What happened to the end? I used to be so excited to hop into a game for a campaign and story to talk about it with all my friends and people later. While this is not dead completely or lost on all games, many devs have begun a major shift into multiplayer online only. Do you think this is a good trend for both gamers and devs? And do you believe that this will see a shift? Do you believe that we'll see a shift back eventually to strong campaigns? Well, so the thing I will say first is that a big part of the reason that endings in video games suck is because we've talked about about this this before is 
developers look at how many people play the first level of their game and how many people play the last level of their game. And it's 100% of people that play a game, oddly enough, play the start of it. Um, and like 3% of people play the end of it. It's like, is it that low? It's, I don't, I mean, I'm, making, still, I'm pulling I mean, numbers out of whatever, but even if it's 20%. That's such a So drop. you expend 100% of your effort for the first part of a game because that's what 99% of your people are going to play. And if you run into crunch time or, you know, have to let anything drop, which every video game has portions they have to cut. And that's often why video, you're like, why, why is this story so weird? And it's because they got 80% of the way into something and said, we don't have time to finish this. Chop it. Yeah. Um, if you ever played Destiny 1 and thought, this doesn't make a damn bit of sense. Because it doesn't. It's because they put the entire story together in like a year and chopped parts and put parts into DLC that were originally supposed to be part of the main story. Like the development cycle of that game was crazy. And so like, I mean, part of the reason is people just don't play it. But I think part of the other reason is that people... Who need people? People are the luckiest people in the world. <laughs> no, I think that when you look at a game like, say, um, Battlefront or Titanfall, the first thing that people complain about is that Battlefront and Titanfall don't have a campaign. Um, because I wanted to play the campaign. And then they bring out, I mean, we, we're not sure what Battlefront will be yet, but they bring out Titanfall 2. Put a campaign in it. And nobody touches it. And nobody it. touches it. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, like, I mean, it's it's a problem. But I think that the other side of what you're saying is that there's all these multiplayer-only online shooters is there's a ton of money to be made in games as a service. So games like yeah. Destiny, games like The Division, that, you know, they just play on forever. And, I mean, you know, Destiny 2 has a great end. It's just you keep yeah. playing forever past that ending. Yeah, the story, um, I've got to say, the story in Destiny 2. Solid. Super solid. Good. It's good. The last two battles left me going, oh, really? But, but the but end still, was the, good. The story like, itself was yeah, fantastic. The battles were kind of lame, but the ending, like, I finished that and yeah. I was like, oh, I did something. Yeah, exactly. Um, I felt like I accomplished something. Yeah. But and so, I think if you want to look for games that have an ending. Yeah. That indie scene is where you should start yep. checking out your games because yeah. there are very clear start, middle. Let me tell you, stop. Uh, what remains of Edith Finch had an ending. Holy Ooh, hell, did it have, yeah, an did that have an ending? Inside had a really, really weird ending. That's uh, oxen free. It had an ending. It ended. I, no yeah. one knows why, but <laughs> or hell, oxen free had a terrific ending. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these. If you want a game these days that has an ending, play a narrative adventure game right. because their endings are great. They think the entire time and you know they're two three hours long. Firewatch had a really good ending. It wasn't what the ending everybody wanted. Yeah. But <laughs> you know it ended and it ended interestingly. So you know I think there are games that have that. You just have to look at the right kind of games. Yeah. Um, about endings too. Um, they're hard. Real hard. I, writing is Holy hard. Hell. If everyone could write they would do it. Um, I think one thing video games have probably always done is because, obviously, if you have a long 20-hour story, that's great, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except that's hard. Like, And that ambition in video games is great. We love that. We love ambitious video games, but at the same time, it's it's only more challenging to pull that off. So if, if games tried to pare down their stories like we yeah. see with these four-hour games and i noticed that the first time i played um i think it was splinter cell conviction it was like a four-hour story for a huge yeah. 
I mean, AAA title, like Splinter Cell at that time was huge coming off of uh, Chaos Theory yeah. being one of the highest rated games at that time or whatever. Um, and that was on the new, uh, I think it was the second Splinter Cell on the Xbox 360. Um it was amazing to me. It was so polished. The story was concise. It was yeah. to the point. It was like watching a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the catharsis at the end, it was a complete experience, and that's awesome. So I don't think games need to be any longer than that just because it it looks good in the press. Um, right. And I think that kind of it happens uh, a lot of the time. And then at the same time, when we have games saying oh this multiplayer game well we want a campaign but no one actually plays it it's like well again in this day and age we have a bigger voice than one person has a bigger voice than the majority sometimes so really a lot of people don't care about that a lot of people just play the multiplayer so i honestly in a in a world of video games like having separate games this is a multiplayer game over here Mm -hmm. for people that like multiplayer games this one isn't because yeah. I'm not uh, th- this uh, Destiny. Destiny is the first online multiplayer game that I've ever gotten Same. into. I, I mean, I've played some in the past, but I'm very turned off generally by like I'm never going to play the newest Call of Duty because I'm never going to spend no the amount of time that it takes to be good at Call of Duty. So, right. but I mean, like if you want a good game, like play the Titanfall cam- two campaign. It was great. Yeah, and those games um, like you can get those games for so cheap yeah, now because it's nobody, free on EA Access right now. Right. Um, but I think that the reality is is what a lot of what's stopping games from having a great ending is people complaining that a game's only three hours long or only five hours long or only ten hours long. That you know, I demand that my games are thirty hours long. Blah blah blah. In order for me to be willing to pay sixty dollars for it, um, and you know, some, to some degree that's fair. I would not have paid sixty dollars for What Remains of Edith Finch, but I would have happily oh, no. paid twenty for it. Um, you know, I would be happy to pay twenty for Overwatch. Um, but, you know, to some degree, I think if you want a game that's got a really solid start, middle, end, you have to accept the fact that those games are only going to be three hours long or six hours long or eight hours long well, or like ten Ori hours long. Well, it's like Ori is a perfect, perfect yeah. example. Ori six is a hours great long. game. Great. Well, it took me about ten. Whatever. I'm, you're slow. I'm not slow. No, I think, I think you're right. I think it's like a six it was, to eight hour game. It was such an enjoyable game. I yeah. didn't want it to end, yeah. so I just took my time. Yep. You explored. I did. Well, I didn't explore as much as I should. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so yeah, which I can't wait for the new one. Yeah. So but I think, I think that there are games out there with a good ending. You just have to look for them. Yeah, they're there. They are there. Um, so thank you, Josh. Thank you for that. Crawdad has a question for the pod. Uh, if the power went out for a year and you had to resort to your knowledge from a video game to survive... What game would that be? In case you're wondering, I'm dead now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I died reading that question. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anybody? I, Breath of the Wild. I do not believe I am <laughs> I good enough good at idea, video Adam. games to... You're going to carry around way too many sticks because you're going to think they're going to break, but in real life, real sticks don't break, and you're going to be carrying around a lot of sticks for no reason. I don't think you understand how sticks actually work. Sticks do break. Yeah, but my sword won't. They can. I've seen it in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I've seen exactly how they break, and it's a Are terrible, you terrible thing. Are carry around 12 thing. swords, Adam? Uh, duh. Obviously. Who doesn't? I don't know. I guess I would need to get more into that survival genre. To really figure to, out how to, to survive. Because yeah. Yeah, um, I would die. I would straight up, if I had to base my survival off of a video game experience, like, I'm going to say Grand Theft Auto. At least I know I can smack a hooker for money, and I can steal a car, and I just got to break line of sight. To get away, I was pretty good at Left for Dead, so I might be able to take down a zombie horde. Um, 
I'm better, I think, probably with guns in a game than I am with guns in real life. And by I'm pretty sure I mean most definitely I'm better with guns <laughs> in a video game than I am with them in real life. Um, oh, let's see. What other games have given me? Like if a weird alien race were to land and their name rhymed with Hex, <laughs> I would be able to blow them away. I know how to do that. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think I would pull something from Overcooked because I'd like to eat my food cooked. <laughs> Can we talk about that game real so quick? We put some tomatoes in yes, a pot. Yes, you can. Have you, I have not. You played that game. Yeah. You love that game. It's great. You and Kevin, my Kevin, need to get together and play that game because you, yeah, he, um... What are you trying to say? Use your words. You guys need to play that game together because he and I playing it together... He wants to kill me. <laughs> and I would never eat anything out of that game because have you seen, in that kitchen there are rats. And I would not eat anything out of that game because there are rats in the kitchen. It happens. Throw the rats in the pot. I, uh, I really want to do a let's play of all of us playing that game together. Like worse than just about anything in the world. I bought we it could. on Steam so we could do that. We could do that. Yeah, we should do that. Oh, well, I own it because it came in one of those giant humble oh, yeah. bundles. Yep. So, yep, that's uh, good. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess if I, anyway, so to get back to Crawdad's question, I guess if I'd have spent more time in like, uh, what's the, in the Conan game or the art game or whatever, I would be better equipped to answer this do you think, question. Like, do you think the, the, the word, the, you know, power's going to go out and you're going to fight dinosaurs? It might. It could happen. You never know. It could totally happen. The way this world is going right now, I would not be surprised. <laughs> I think, Just saying. I think Mario is a good choice, though. I think because, I mean, if you encounter quicksand, that's true. And I think, you, you know, like, know what Mario taught us is that you should. It. Mario taught us that if you see anything, you anything should probably eat it because it's probably going to give you superpowers. Yeah. Or make you hallucinate. Whatever. Whatever. It sounds like fun. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that question, uh, Crawdad. <laughs> the right answer was we're all dead. Yeah. Thanks. Sorry, man. I need to play Don't Starve, is I what I need that. to play. That's, and then you know not, how not to starve. You're going to run from spiders. Probably. I do that in real life anyway. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm reading my kid uh, the uh, Hobbit books, and we came, came to a uh, uh, chapter that was called, like, Spiders and Flies. And we started Spiders, and I'm reading this to him right before he goes to bed. He's like, Dad, don't don't talk about the spiders. I'm like, well, what should I call him? He's like, call him puppies. And so there's this really <laughs> weird subplot in The Hobbit where there's giant puppies trying to kill Bilbo, and Bilbo stabs a puppy to death with his jar. Oh, they got real, it got real dark that got real fast. Worse than spiders. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> anyway, he slept Aww. fine. Um, before sure we get did. into Troll Corner, I actually have a cheap free game that I did not put on the uh, show notes, so I'd like Go to talk about it. that. Tell us all about it. It is the humble, very positive bundle Part two. Part deux. Part deux. Uh, it's great. It's so good. Um, for a, a dollar, you can get Rive, which is a really cool twin stick shooter. It's super fast. I'm awful at it. I played it at PAX last year, and I embarrassed myself. Nice. Um, I guess. Uh, and then you can also get Neon Chrome and a game called Dungeon Souls, which I have not played, but I've heard. And I've got Neon Chrome on my PS Vita, yeah. and that's an interesting. I've heard it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, for right now, the average is seven dollars and seven cents, but that fluctuates. You can get Shadow of Mordor Game of the Year Edition, which is an amazing game to get for seven dollars. Right. Um, so get that. Prepare yourself for Shadow of War. Um, Ultimate Chicken Horse, which is the strangest game I've ever played. I already own this game. You make these weird, like it's, so you start on one platform and you have to get to like a door or another platform. I don't remember what else, but so every term you, every turn you get a weird contraption that you can put in the way. And so the, the goal is 
is to make it something that you can get past, but that the person you're playing with will not. So sometimes that's a landmine. Sometimes that's a weird carnival wheel that would go in direction. Sometimes it's a weird trampoline, and it's really strange, but it's a ton of fun. Um, it's great multiplayer. And uh, then also in that tier, you get Oxenfree, which is probably one of my favorite games I've played this year. Mm, so, that's a good one. Yeah, good narrative adventure game set on a spooky island. Game scarier <laughs> than probably a lot of people give it credit for, um, but super enjoyable, and it has a really cool narrative structure. Um, and then for the $10 tier, you can get Death Road to Canada, which is the wackiest game you'll ever play. It's super fun. Um, you The entire game is you start out... I want to say like somewhere in like the southern United States and a zombie apocalypse comes and you have to get in a car and try to get to Canada. That's how you you survive. And so you start out and then you'll meet people along the way who can either help you or hinder you, um, including like dogs, like dogs will join your party. Santa Claus will join your party if you're playing on Christmas. Um, but like sometimes those people help and they'll be awesome and they'll shoot zombies and do all sorts of stuff. And sometimes those people will steal all your stuff and run away with it. Yeah. Um, Super cool survival game. It's really enjoyable. And then a game called Beat Cop, which uh, I have not played, but I hear is really good. And it features a donut in the logo. And I love donuts. So <laughs> it's a kind of cool 70s pixely kind of looking game. So nice. uh, for 10, 10 bucks being the ultimate tier, I guess there is an $80 tier too if you want to get all that stuff plus Shadow of War plus a Shadow of War t shirt. That's overkill. It's very much overkill. Jeez. Cool. It's good stuff. There love, you go. Love the humbles and the bundles. Nice. All right. Uh, Going to wrap it up this week. It is back at Troll Corner. And the question... Mm, troll Corner. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, what's more important to games? Journalism? Skill at playing... What, what's more important to games? Journalism. Being able to read. Uh, skill at playing games... No, it's actually being able to write. Oh, that too. Yeah. Uh, skill at playing games or skill at being a journalist? Which one's more important? Yeah. And so... What, and the reason we're, we've got this here this is, is because This pretty why. interesting. The article was... Felt very convoluted. Yeah, the, the article is not good, so I'm going to explain it a little bit yeah. better. So there is a journalist, and his name... Air quotes. No, he is actually a journalist. I'm just saying. Um, and his name is Dean Takahashi. And he went to... Uh, he writes for VentureBeat, I believe, and he's been a – he's actually not really a, a serious game journalist. He's actually a tech journalist, and he's been a tech journalist for about 20 years. Um, he writes about games but really doesn't do a lot of reviews and that kind of thing. He just happens to go to a lot of places that feature games, and so sometimes he'll get pulled in to do game reviews. He went to, I don't know, some game journalism place and got to play Cuphead and was terrible at it, like terrible, couldn't <laughs> get through the tutorial terrible. Um, got back to work and was like, oh my gosh, look at how terrible I was in this demo. I'm like, so embarrassing. And posted the video to YouTube because it was funny. Like, this guy was awful at Cuphead. Right. And the internet, because it's the internet, exploded with a bunch of people going, oh my God, how could a games journalist not be better at games than that? So is the, do you think that's a fair question? I think it's a good conversation to have. I 100% believe that is true. So I guess the thing is, is are you great at every single game in the entire world? Oh, absolutely not. Do you talk about video games on a semi-professional capacity every week? I see where you're going with this. <laughs> and you're right. I expect a level of familiarity with video games and That's fair. video game mechanics and like terminology like you you need to know things yeah. about how games work right and so on so i mean if it's not a line it's not a hard line to like me, if this you guy's are right or wrong a video game reviewer 
you should be familiar with the types of video games you review. If you okay. are super into real-time strategy games, great. And you review Focus a bunch of them, you should be able to play real-time strategy games. Does that mean you should also be a fantastic Cuphead player, which is Duh. wicked hard platforming? Wicked had. Uh, wicked had. Wicked um, No, of course not. Um, if I've been you, watching Cheers. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I've played Cuphead. It's ridiculously difficult. It is so hard. So, like... Well, it's like you, 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 you read movie reviews... Right, these people are reviewing movies. Could they go out and direct an a no. movie? No, they could wouldn't a, have could their a sports first journalist idea. play for insert? No, but they know when somebody made a good here? play, or yeah. they know when somebody made a good film. Or, but, but I yeah. think the most interesting pushback that this has been getting is what needs to happen is people who play games need to be writing these things. And I will well, tell you, who play, if all the people who play video games could also write professionally, then they wouldn't be they wouldn't have all the time they have I, to play these video games I in their mom's literally basement. have read more reviews saying like I don't understand why they're, you know, why these video game magazines are just hiring all these journalists to write the reviews. <laughs> like as someone who in my they like, use periods and commas. That's why, why would you hire a doctor to take care of your sick kid? I in my in my professional life I've had the joy of <laughs> having people who are not journalists give me blog posts that need to go on websites and I read through them and I weep. I weep because these people are very familiar with what they do professionally but are not They're journalists. Not writers. I am not I'm an okay writer. I am not I've I did not go to journalism school but I'm I'm pretty good at it. I weep. So trust me when I say if you if if what you want is games people telling you how to play video games and what video games you should play, you know what's really easy? Go to YouTube. Yeah. And there will be some doofus willing to shriek at you for an hour <laughs> as he talks about how great or how bad this game is. Like if you go find an influencer and they will tell you how good or bad a game is. In a p- way that may or may not be objective, because they probably got that game for free. Yeah, it's like it's like reading an Amazon review. You got to be careful. Yeah, if I, you want to, if you want someone with journalistic integrity that actually went to school to learn what journalistic integrity means, read a reviewer. Yeah, <laughs> right. They may not be the best at games, and a lot of them are very open with the fact that they are not good at every game they play. They are not good at a lot of games they play, but they, they have a passion for video games and they know how to write things. It's very yeah, important. It's very important. I mean, it is hard though. Like, obviously you want the most familiar person with a, with game stuff because yeah. they're oh, going to yeah. give you the best assessment of yeah. it, right? But if they can't actually turn that into words, then it, it, doesn't, matter. it doesn't do any good. So you do need something in the middle and I, I feel close frustration too. I, I guess the thing is, is like every once in a while you'll, like I'm a huge Disney nerd. Um, and so every once in a while I'll read a review for the latest Disney movie and like they'll, they'll take this approach to it. I'm like, do you, do you like animation do you like can you not look at this from the standpoint of like hey this movie's made for 12 year olds <laughs> you know like they're trying to do all this weird you know like deep the plot and yeah the, the, i'm like no it was fun and there was some and singing and it was pretty and it was right? funny and like, it told a yeah. cute story right? that's all you need to know about a disney movie i've you never know? been a huge fan of reviews anyway because they're they're, they're so subjective i mean I spent a lot of time with movies and reviewing movies in movie school, and it—it's there's so many different kinds of movies. There's there's movies that are meant 
for you to go watch, and there are movies to make you think. Yep. Like, those are two games completely the same different way. experiences. Yeah. The same way a Disney movie is supposed to appeal to kids and, and the, Cliff. the older, and Adam. And the and older Adam. parents of those yeah. kids. And they do a great job at yeah. that. Um, and a lot of the times d- do have significance to, yeah. I mean, more mature um, brains, I yep. guess. Yeah. Um, so it's... I just, I guess the thing is, is I never look at a single review and go, oh, that's what I will that's base my, I my purchasing. To. I look, if I'm really interested in a game and I'm going to pay $60 for it, which almost never happens, I look at Metacritic. I look at, you know, but, but don't, I guess the other thing is, is don't, don't just go look at a review and go, well, IGN gave it an eight, so it must be good. Right. Or IGN gave it a six. It must be bad. Go actually read the reviews because first of all, some of these writers are phenomenal writers like they got hired to do this because they write well and they write eloquently yeah and they know how to express what they're actually feeling when and they play so that game so many or... times a review score does not give you the best view of a game viewed in its aloneness you have to take into context the entire context of a written review in order to really understand what that author's saying and that's the difference between a guy who really likes video games and says that game's great and you know, someone who has trained and practiced and written hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of reviews in order to get to, I mean, you don't get hired at IGN or PC Gamer because you are an influencer. You get hired there because you probably freelanced for five years or 10 years before yeah. you get hired as an editor. Yeah. You've written hundreds of reviews. Yeah. And my, I, the way I would think about it too is like instead of trusting IGN for reviews, maybe you like Joe Bob from yeah. IGN's opinion. It's like, oh, the games I like are pretty much the games he likes. Yeah. Or if Adam and I play the same games, I'm going to trust Adam's opinion. Yeah. But and nobody I, ever um, really trusts my opinion. It's but I fine. think that that's the reality. A lot of people have told me that. I like the same kind of games that you like, and so if you say I'm going to enjoy a game, I probably will. Yeah, and that's been true a lot of the time. But there, are, I mean, that's that's the exact same way it works for me. There are there are IGN editors that I know that I like the same kind of games they like, and so if they say this game is good, odds are pretty good I'm going to like that game as well. And so, you know, it, and the thing is too is a review is one person's opinion about a single game at a single point in time and a single. And that's the key is yeah. at that moment when they're playing yeah. it is. A review of Destiny today is going to be 100% different than a review of Destiny three years ago. True. So, either way, journalists are good. Stop being mean to them. It's dumb. Yeah, I, like, I like grammar. Right? Like, oh, I talk for a living. You, you also I like grammar? I do the thing. You have to read that things that are written? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. All right, well, you. there's that. Um, yeah, there's that. Okay, bye, Troll Corner. Oh, yeah. Petrol is going back under the uh, bridge. So Why do we, we let him out I of his know. box? Um, you were talking about movies. Have you seen Mother? Are you a Darren no, Aronofsky but fan? I heard that fans hated it. It's. it's I read well, Adam's I like review Aronofsky on Facebook, movies. and it hurt my brain. It makes me want to never go to the movies again. Yeah. Can I just turn on the sound and watch Jennifer Lawrence for an hour and a half? No, because she's pathetic. No. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I thought that already, but... I like her generally. Like, she's harmless in my world, but this movie, it was way too much. It was way like too Javier big of a movie Bardem, for her. I love him. Right? I love him. And Michelle Pfeiffer. 
and Ed Harris. Yeah. They're oh, all Ed in Harris. this movie. Like they're all I've great actors it. I've, and actresses. I've heard pretty polarizing opinions. Yeah, there's so. people who either love it because they're effing weird people, and for some reason they got it. <laughs> oh, I'll wait until it comes out on video, and I probably won't watch it there yeah. either. It's don't let your child anywhere near yeah, this movie. I won't. Apparently, it received like an F from the the audience people that yeah. like when they show movies to kind of what, what rating is that? And very few movies. People yeah. walk away getting an F. Opening night, it was an F rating. It probably like, bumped up a bit over the weekend. Yeah, but, but it's no good. It's, it's yeah. So I was just curious to know if you'd seen it because you're the no, film guy. Are I you haven't. a fan of Aronofsky? At oh all? yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen all of his stuff, but everything I've seen of his, I've. I loved. mean, the wrestler. I heard that was that particular good. is is great. I liked Requiem for a Dream. That's one of my favorite movies. And it's and called it's, Mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exclamation point. I saw All the trailer before it, and it was 74 and it Metacritic. Seemed, I had, it's like, I don't even know what this is. But it's And you think it's, you the trailers and the marketing give you this idea that it's this one kind of movie, and you go into it and you're like, that is nothing. It's nothing. The Globe and Mail in Toronto gave it 100. So did the Telegraph. Oh, yeah, and RogerEber.com gave it three and a half out of four stars. Yeah. yeah. Some Stupid. are saying it's Aronofsky's best, and others say it's an F. Saucy so. Ninja 07 gave it a two. Good for Saucy Ninja. I think the thing is that, like, this was his very clearly most obtuse, to take Cliff's word, and bizarro premise for a movie ever. That stuff can be good, though. The New York Observer gave it a zero. I like them. I must subscribe. Anyway, Anyway, that was, was, I don't know why I brought that up. But anyway, uh, we're done. We're leaving. We're going. We have social medias. Yeah. uh, I'm getting P. at Not yet. I'm going to leave and go pee. <laughs> Find us on Twitter, Facebook, Facebook, YouTube's. YouTube, Twitch, Mixer, at Bite Me Podcast or Bite Me Podcast, whatever you can find it there. Or just search Bite Me Podcast or BiteMePodcast.com. We're all there. And join our Discord. It's Yay. quite lively lately. It has uh, been very yeah. lively lately. I like it. Yeah. It's, it's good. Uh, it's good shit. Extra Life's coming I just too. Said, I just yeah. said shit. I, dang it. I said shit twice, three times. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Extra Life's coming up. We're going to get a plan together yeah, for we're that. Yeah, we're going to get a plan. We're probably yeah. going to start streaming more, hopefully, now that it's not sweating hot oh God, in right? Washington. I, did you like how it went from like, oh my God, we're in Dante's Inferno and to, to it, oh, hey, look, it's fall. Now. It was so yeah. weird. I went from, I went to 90, it was 90 degrees when I left or 85 degrees when I left. I went to Phoenix for three days where it was 109 the day I got there and came back. I'm like, oh, it's fall in Seattle. Like how nice. It's <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I landed in Texas and I'm like, it's not any... Warmer here, yeah. It's the same. Mm-hmm. It's gross. It's weird. And then yeah, I came no, back. I think there'll be more freezing. streaming too. Oh, more streaming. More yeah, streaming. Yeah. And it's finally raining. Yeah, I love it a lot. Anyway, um, and are we going to do a uh, Rocket League? Probably game soon. Sometimes I soon? don't have it planned yet. Maybe next weekend. Okay, cool. Anyway, uh, we're leaving. Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. Get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa Automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa Automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. 
It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast, Podcast One, Spotify.